one slight goof, but other than that, it was good. Hey, I'm a part of the goof troop. Yeah. So uh, turkey in the straw, very traditional Irish Western American sort of song. It's appropriate for Thanksgiving. Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving, folks. Welcome to the podcast. It's two lonely boys in a canoe. I'm Gorgeous George. That's gravel shits. <laughs> this is our uh, Thanksgiving special. Yeah, this is our spe- our Thanksgiving special, stuffed with the stuffing that you really want to stuff. So you better gobble up all of our great jokes and witty antics. Baby gravy. Baby <laughs> gravy. <laughs> running out of time, baby. You're running out of time, baby. No, he's <laughs> You're out of time, baby. <laughs> Hey, you want to say you're talking that jive, Turkey? So, a little Two Lonely Boys context. If you guys don't know, go onto YouTube and check out Black to the Future. It's an early Family Guy skit from the first like couple Fucking seasons, awesome. but it's hilarious. Uh, uh, pa- Peter's going into his family history about how he's partially black, and he goes, "Yeah, I had an uncle that was in the the movies, or, or he had an uncle that exploited movies, you know, like black exploitation." Mm. And uh, it was like from the brother that bought you Super Shaft, and you know, <laughs> it's like it's a whole Super. new thing, and it just goes to show a character like Peter driving a car he's black and he's getting shot at by a bunch of pimps on the corner black peter with an afro pretty yeah much. pretty much and then he gets uh he gets one of them on the hood of his car and he's shooting at him point blank <laughs> and he goes oh you out of time you <laughs> out of time baby and then he hits the gas and he goes to 88 miles he does per a quantum hour leap. or he does the back to the future uh yeah for time travel and then he ends up in 1950s, and and it's just this funny black uh, version of uh, uh, Back to the Future. It's hilarious. It is pretty funny. <laughs> Go check it out, folks. You'll love it. Black to the Future. <laughs> you out of time, baby. We're about to be some reefer addicts right now. Boy, go back home to your mama. So yeah. how's everything been going, Trevor? Everything been cool? Yeah, it was a very chill day. We both had the day off work. Yeah, thank God for uh, holidays. Um, Thanksgiving always falls on a Thursday, which is kind of dope because, uh, you know, most people are pretty cool with having Thanksgiving off. Yeah. Not every job gets gets every holiday off, but most places. Now, we both have work Friday, the day after, and there are a lot of people that do not have work. tomorrow. There's also a lot of people that do not have to work tomorrow. Well, it's true, but I believe there's going to be a lot of call-ins as well. Yeah. You know, because people are going to say, oh, this or that, and something happened. Oh, my and, sister came by and kidnapped me and gave me drugs, and yeah, uh, we had... Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, two counties over. I got a call like no. that one time from uh, an employee that <laughs> two was supposed counties to... Two counties over. Dude. Sounds like I a got, country song right here. I got here. a call from an employee that was supposed to be there at 7 a.m. when I was working at Subway. I was the opening uh, supervisor. So they were my uh, second person to come in with me. Um... They call me up on the store phone, and they're like, hey, I'm in Portland. I'm like, what? And they're like, yeah, we came out here last night to do this, and then something happened, and I couldn't get a ride back, and blah, 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 Hmm. blah. And I'm like, yo, you're supposed to be here. It's Saturday. I got a ton of things I need to do. Like, I had orders I had to prepare. And she was like, well, I'm in Portland, so and I was just like, you asshole. Bitch you knew you driving. were going to be in Portland. Yeah, no, she knew. She knew. And she, she knew. She, she, just she like, didn't care. give a shit. <laughs> Did she leave suck you off later? No. She Damn just it. came back to work and was like, sorry. Ah, uh, <laughs> bitch. It happens. No. Life sucks sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Life sucks sometimes. It does. Speaking of sucking, 
Brought to you by, by Vampire Teeth. The only store locally that sells you vampire teeth. Ah, suck your bud. There's a there's an owner from Transylvania. He's here on Turkey <laughs> Day. He, well, he just he opened shop thinking that it was gonna be such a hit. A dude from Transylvania selling fake vampire teeth. Yes. And it's just plummeting. The business isn't there. There's a bunch of vegetarians there. It that gets are... pretty busy around Halloween, but that's it. You know, he's a seasonal. He's a seasonal guy. The vegetarians harass him all the time. That's yeah. his biggest enemy. The vegan like, what's group. What's your problem, man? Why do you need blood? <laughs> He's like, I'm not a real vampire. <laughs> hey, you know, beans of blood have feelings too, you know. There's a small cult following of goth kids that just hang out in front of his story. Us yes. chase away constantly. Yep. Get out of here. <laughs> Chases them all with a cross and a fucking stake. Hey, you're ruining my vibe. Get out of here. Blah, blah. lead goth kids like, go ahead, man. Do it. Send me to the eternal damnation. (laughs) Hey, I'll give you a count of five before I call the police. One... Two, three, you're, you're doing four, the, you're doing five. the count from uh, yeah. Your your uh, Transylvania guy just turned into the count from <laughs> Sesame Street from uh, Dave Chappelle's well, that's, DC. That's my brain is red. You One went to Dave call, Chappelle? two call, three call. <laughs> Shout out Dave Chappelle, man, you're the ship. Yeah, he definitely influenced us a lot. Like I, I've had people even tell me like, hey, I could tell you listen to Dave Chappelle just by the. A lot of random sound effects and a lot of the and things. And shout out to the Legion of Skanks and Dan Soder, who oh. did a great prank call, oh. man. It that was, was legendary. Dan Soder called a fox. Uh, she was trying to do an interview about comedy, and they called Dan and was like, Dan, can you do a good... I'm good right now. Can you do a good uh, Chappelle and and immediately he was just on it. He knew how to do the voice. He had practiced. And he had practiced so, before. So, Somehow through through the communication, there was a miscommunication, and the woman thought she had Dave Chappelle's number. <laughs> so when Dave Smith, who is not Dave Chappelle, called her. Wrong Dave. Yeah, Wrong different Dave. Dave. She uh, was like, hello? And then he muted his uh, phone and then put it on three-way call. That's smart. And that conference call thing? Yeah, conference smart call. fuck. And then he had Dan Soder do the best Chappelle impression about how Louis J. Gomez was his best friend. And, and, the lady, and how Louis's weight fluctuated yes. constantly. <laughs> but she did say he is a good-looking man. Yeah, the woman was trying to fuck Louis. She was like, I seen him a week ago. He looks pretty good. <laughs> He's like, yeah. But, um... Yeah, the the best part is muted, so she couldn't hear all the comedians laughing about the whole situation. Yeah. All she could hear was Dan. So and and this must have gone go. Ugh, this must have went on for like five minutes. It was hilarious. It was the best yeah, prank dude. call I've heard in in years. Dan Soder should win an award for that, dude. If there's a, a if there's a award at the Voices. You go into the voices like a prank <laughs> prank call, best prank call. Yeah, no, there there's just a there's just a, a, goddamn... a category of, of prank calls. Dude, that should be a category of the comedy show, just like best prank calls recorded. Yeah, of course, there's a lot of crank yankers calls in there and stuff. Um, but yeah, no, Roy Jones Jr. Skanks, would do man. that. He was one of the guys that would do that too. Yeah, yeah no, Dan killed it. It was good, man. I really liked it. So shout out Legion of Skanks, Dan Soder, you're the man. Yep. So anyways, sorry about a random comedy. Both guys are like comedy, so we randomly talk about it a lot. Well, I think that they're 
one of the reasons why we do this podcast, man. Probably. I know that the bonfire particularly is one of my favorite podcasts. Yeah, one of your favorite. It's becoming one of mine, and then shows that in the past that have like really helped me get my like way I joke around is having like Trailer Park Boys, obviously South Park. Trevor's a real Trailer Park Boy head. Yeah, I'm not as much. I like some of their jokes. Well, I think that there's funny compilations on YouTube. I think it was just the time, the but place. I think that Trevor was going through some rough stuff. I was homeless at the time, and sometimes I'd save a buddy at a Trailer Park. Yeah, and he would have it on. So Trevor it was a literal Trailer Park Boy, boy. <laughs> and we would we would we Trevor's would. Trevor's like, God, I'm poor, and they're poor. I, yeah. I respect their poorness. Yeah. <laughs> and I was doing construction at the time. And Trevor sitting there eating ketchup chips. <laughs> Dude, we 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 would go to the Safeway and we could both afford like putting bear liquor in shit. water bottles. Oh, we had liquor, <laughs> basic ass food, and yeah, really not too many vegetables. And we'd have to a lot of uh, that that trailer it's a man's park toilet. Diet, yeah, man. and it's a man's diet. That and toilet you know what took the man's a diet mostly consists of potatoes, meat. Maybe rice, alcohol, and alcohol, and maybe a couple of mixed in vegetables here and there, and a fruit now and again, like an a apple. Fruit roll up, <laughs> an That's apple it. somehow snuck in there, yeah. and an orange, yeah, an orange or banana. Yeah, the toilet definitely took a beating. That's for sure. It's hard, man, because living in a trailer park, I've I've never lived in a trailer park for an extended period, but I had a ton of friends in trailer parks, and I had a lot of people that watched me growing up that lived in trailer parks that I stayed, you know, weekends and overnights and shit like that. And so I got like, I got better glimpses of it. You know, there was one that was right behind the rodeo and it was was pretty nuts because the rodeo would come to town and they would do like a big show, man. It was a big thing. And it was a small rodeo. So like the whole town came and it's kind of interesting. That trailer park was fun to party in during the rodeo. Well, here's the best part. So right beside the rodeo, there's two chain link fences and some panels, but the panels had been ripped out because the people at the trailer park just wanted to watch for free. So they they ripped in like holes and it was just like viewing holes for the trailer park. Why not? Yeah. I I would I would have done that if I was there. So again, you know, redneck ingenuity. I ain't paying to see that bull fight. I'm gonna fucking rip these guys. Yeah, if it's right there, I'm gonna do that too all day. Well, I think they kept trying to put him back, but they kept ripping him, so eventually they just gave up. Yeah, you're not gonna win. (laughs) They live there. They have (laughs) they live there. They live there. Unless you kick them out, they're gonna tear those panels up. Yep. So we could um do some some news here. So today here in Eugene, we had the uh, the turkey trot at Alton Baker Park nearby, and it was a 5K or 10K run, so three to seven mile run, and it's done every year. And money is usually raised for some charity, and it usually happens in the morning, usually about 7 a.m. 8 a.m. And what a time to start a run, though. Yeah, they do it in the morning. And the, I mean, like, what about 8.30? Yeah, that'd be nice. No, you have a lot of people with hopes and dreams and ambitions, Chris. I'd like to, like, these are people a lot of times that but don't... But to be at the race by 7 and to be, like, signed up, ready to rock, uh, waiting for the starting gun... You have to be up by four o'clock. <laughs> these are do-gooders, Chris. These are good. These and then, and then at seven, from four to seven, you're gonna run until noon, probably. Maybe sometime before yeah. that, you know, because it's a, it's like a five k, right? These are, these are good people, Chris. What's Be- that supposed to mean to better me? Better than us assholes. I guess we're just Trevor on our feet working. Sixty thousand dollars to food. <laughs> 
Thanks for putting me on blast there, bud. Okay, sorry. It's true. You're a good guy. You were just saying that people don't appreciate you helping things. Man, people appreciate that. They just don't know you, and they don't know where it came from. So these runners, what did they raise, like $10 individually? I mean, hopefully they raised money that they could help out everybody. Man, it happens, people. You need help sometimes. Yeah. So I've needed help before, so I appreciate Trevor reciprocated, just I, as I do, with I, my job. Yeah, I had a chance. I randomly came upon this randomly, this money. Yeah. And I had already been poor and homeless and all these things, so I... It's like, all right, so I'm gonna get back to places that yeah. helped me out when I needed it. So it was, it, it was, was a very, good deed. It was a good feeling, you know. And that's what the world needs more of. The world needs more good deeds. So this was a good deed. I'm just saying, a lot of effort, <laughs> a lot of effort for one good deed. But yep. you know, eh, people there you do go. that. People do that. There you go. <laughs> but yeah. You know, give thanks for what you got. I guess it's. I'm just saying, eight thirty. <laughs> That's fine. Eight thirty would be more reasonable. I agree. You get up at five. You're there by eight. Chris, we know. didn't plan this. We're just random <laughs> assholes that have regular ass jobs. So, anyways, uh, uh, national news. We had, of course, the um, nut zongo. Nut zongo. <laughs> but we had, we had, we had the Thanksgiving football. I'm sure we had yeah, that the silly. Cowboys played. My dad's a big Cowboys fan. Okay, I did and not know that. Yeah, dad, dad has win? liked the Cowboys for years, and it's hilarious because I grew up in South Florida, and we were all like Dolphins fans. So whenever the Cowboys would play the Dolphins, it would always be like a fuck you. They're not gonna I'm win. I'm surprised he doesn't like a New England teams. I know he's from the New England area originally. So I'm surprised he, he's not he's like a Patriots. From Maryland. Fan. Um, so so be he would be a Baltimore team? Ravens fan, but the he closest one. but he didn't really get into Maryland football. I think because I think the the Cowboys when my dad was into football were like the Patriots of the time. Oh. You know the Cowboys were the big team on the block in the seventies. Yeah, and, you know the same with the Dolphins. The Dolphins were big back they then. They were both big. Yeah. Yeah, but. Um, yeah, the Dolphins and the fucking Cowboys haven't aged too well. The Dolphins are doing okay this year. The Cowboys are doing okay. Both doing all right. And we also had the, um, I'm sure, of course, the, the Macy's Day Parade that happened in New York, New York City. New York City. And I found out that, I'll tell you what later on, this documentary saw that um, Macy's Parade is... It's New York. You gotta run around town. You go to a show and then you get in the ground and then you go on a sub and you travel downtown and then you get off the bus. You're getting mugged downtown. It's a New York show. New York show. Dance in the street. Get hit by a cab. (laughs) Just like a random... And uh, now your life is real fucking drab. Yeah, it's just a 90s (laughs) opening to a sitcom. It's like, it's New York. I'm waiting for Jerry Seinfeld to be like, what's the deal? Yeah, what's the deal? What's the deal? It's following a girl that just goes to Jerry Seinfeld's shows. She's a stalker that Jerry's never met. <laughs> Stalking Jerry. It's in New York. But the apparently these balloons are for every, every day of the year except for Thanksgiving. They're all kept in this old uh, Tootsie Roll factory in New Jersey. And then they get Tootsie opened Roll. Up. Over in Jersey, and then they get taken out and blown up with Uncle Luke in Jersey. (laughs) Or it makes me think of Carl. Or I think of like Carl from uh, Aqua Teen Hunger Force from Jersey. He's like, "Hey, what's going on with these balloons?" He's just smoking a cigarette and drinking a 
Just like drinking in old English as they're getting blown up. I'm on that New Bronx <laughs> paradise. <laughs> yeah. I'm on his New Bronx parasite. <laughs> yeah. These are warm. Warm. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, no, it's a it's a diabolic. <laughs> Shout out Carl. He was my favorite character on Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Mine was Master Shake. Master Shake was good. No, well, too. Uh, Meatwad. I think okay, Meatwad. he goes he goes Meatwad because he was just he was funny as fucking adorable. He was just goofy. And yeah, adorable. and then it was Master like Shake because he was the crazy one. He was like Kramer. Yeah, and then it's like Frylock. <laughs> or he, or it reminds me also of like Doctor Zoidberg. Just like boop, 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 boop. just like in in the um, wacky character. Well, just like in uh, Seinfeld. Like my my characters are like obviously Elaine because she's the hottest. Oh, of course, you know, she's the female. Elaine, she's hot. And then yep. it goes George, uh, Kramer. And fucking Jerry, because Jerry is funny, but he's not as funny as Kramer, and he's not as funny as George. And it's funny because he's the biggest comedian out of exactly. all of them. Exactly, isn't that hilarious? And then uh, Kramer, the the guy that played him, kind of had a racist meltdown and got Michael canceled Richards. hardcore. Man, am I? He got shut down. They were talking about that on, uh, I think it was Legion of Skanks. That literally ruined his his long career. Just that, (coughs) it's crazy. Well, they were talking about it, and it was crazy because they brought it up on. He he did a uh, an appearance on Curb Your Enthusiasm, the show with Larry David. Yeah, I've seen that show. So they were doing a Seinfeld reboot, basically, and he was coming on, and uh, BJ Smoove. Answers the door. He's the black guy on the show. BJ Smooth. Yeah. That's a funny name. He's got a cool name. And uh, he opens the door and Michael Richards is like, come on, man. It was six years ago. Let it go. (laughs) (laughs) He's just willing to make fun of him. And he's just like, what? (laughs) What are you talking about? Hang him high. (laughs) But Michael Richards, that was his best line about it. He's like, come on, man. It was six years ago. Let it go. (laughs) He's just willing to make fun of himself. (laughs) But yeah, so the Macy's thing happened, and I'll talk more about that when I talk about uh, Turkey Day facts. But for uh, world news... Do you feel bad for Michael Richards? He kind of asked for it, but... He kind of asked for it, but I think also, like, when you get into a bad argument with somebody, you start saying shit that you normally wouldn't say. You know what I mean? Like, you start swinging pretty wild. Yeah. Um, maybe he was just caught up on stage in a moment and he was just pissed and he had no fucking idea of what to say he other just, than to get a reaction. Just say the craziest thing he can possibly Yeah, yeah, do. and then he thought like they would sit down and shut up maybe. But then the guy was like, fuck you, man, that's out of line. And you know, the, and, and then the everybody crowd in the crowd's kind of like, yeah. yeah, that was kind of out of line. And he's like, well, damn it. <laughs> he lost the audience and everybody thinks he's a psycho now. Anyways... So for world news, we still have the uh, 2022 FIFA what about World national Cup. National news. I did it. The uh, the Macy's Day Parade thing. Well, it was just one thing. I got one. All right, go. So there was a mass shooting in a Walmart. A uh, manager that runs the night shift came in, and he killed six of his coworkers in the break room and shot like a bunch of others. So there was that mass shooting, and then there was a shooting in a school. So we had two shootings yeah. this week, y'all. What's up? Put it on the board. You just start counting how many school shootings until there's gun reform? Fuck, man. It would be in the hundreds of thousands. Yeah. So RIP all those people that went into work to do their job and got shot by a disgruntled employee. And now they can't hang out with people for Thanksgiving. It's gone. No. Yeah. They're dead. 
That's how death works. You yep. don't get to hang out with your family after you're dead. Unless you're a time cop. Nah. I think if you're dead as a time cop, you don't get to travel through time anymore. We don't know, because we're not time cops. You said you were a time cop. Maybe I was bluffing. That's exactly what a time cop would say. Maybe the, I had a double agent. Well, I have these female bodyguards, Mr. Bonds. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But, um, yeah, so mass shootings are up, and the president pardoned uh, two turkeys this week because that's what's, <laughs> that's what's important in this country is that we pardon two turkeys because we kill a bunch of others to pardon a couple and Make a bunch of people good. get shot at Walmart. So there you go, President Biden. The, the, the gun is in your court. <laughs> yeah. It I've... sucks, man. I'm just so sick of hearing about it. Like, we got a problem with guns in this country, and nobody does a fucking thing about it. <laughs> they just sit there, and they collect their fucking check, and then they sit there, and they go, wasn't that sad? Our prayers and thoughts will be with the families. What the fuck? Hey, you know what we could say about the Walmart shooting? Them dying? Always low prices. Always. Goddamn. Yeah. So, yeah. Can we go on to World News? Yes, we can. I think All the right. cat knocked that weed over yesterday. So anyways... 2022 uh, FIFA World Cup for soccer is going on in the Middle East. Yeah, and you know what they uh, did? They banned booze. Oh. They banned alcohol in the stadium. That's shitty. And Budweiser put a picture online of just crates and uh, pallets of boo- of Budweiser. and That was like, meant for the World Cup. Yeah, that was meant for it. And it goes, don't worry. It'll be waiting for you when the World Cup's over. Yeah, it's just like, yeah, it's so true because people are going to sneak in their own booze anyways and then they'll find a way to get fucked up and then they'll just get more trashed afterwards. So I guess so far Japan is one of the the countries that beat Germany. It was a big upset and yeah. You know that in uh, Qatar, they uh, have really strict rules on fucking... Well, yeah, it's a women and it's, it's a, a Muslim country. Well, it's, it's a Muslim country. It's controlled by a bunch of uh, rich people. Yeah, just like most countries. But but it's over in the Middle East. It's by by rich people that put on that that take on the whole religious thing. Yeah. So you'll have like religious leaders that just happen to be from really prominent oil families. Just why coincidentally, not? <laughs> why not? That own the fucking stadium. You know. Yeah. <clears throat> ben Laden's channel. <clears throat> well, it's crazy yeah. because there's a ton of people protesting the, the World Cup right now because of that fact because Qatar's got a, a bad reputation. Got a bad, bad reputation. reputation. Um, for fucking beating on women and, you know, oh, killing strict, people. It's a very and, strict yeah. Muslim country. Well, that's what's fucked up, man, is that these people with this fucking money can build a goddamn soccer stadium. And then they can fucking, you know. Yeah, we're hosting the World Cup. We're going to make millions and millions of dollars and we're going to kill a few chicks over here while no one's looking. Well, they, even like UFC was still going during the whole quarantine because they, you have the, the UAE, the... Arab Emirates had so much oil money. They're like, yeah, well, we can bypass all these world laws of not doing the thing. We'll just throw so much money and make this state-of-the-art cleansing system and, and gems. And we'll they, sanitize. We'll sanitize. <laughs> they threw so much money to avoid this global pandemic, and that's why now MMA and UFC blew up so much from them. Because it was the only one of the few sports... That went on during the yeah, entire pandemic. Yeah, because they pandemic. got checked. They were, like, checked constantly before the fight. They got checked right before they started. You remember they right had after. the, little, the yep. little lasers and the stuff? Little lasers, zappers. 
trying to laser you. How hot are you? Too hot to trot? Uh, so yeah, other world news, some positive news. NASA just shot up uh, Artemis get 1. physical. Physical. <laughs> Artemis 1 is a unmanned spacecraft that that from the um, NASA that left the International Space Station and I believe and it went and did a, a trip to the moon. Unmanned but successful and it just happened. It's a supply mission. Okay. Yeah, they're trying to build up uh, supplies and momentum for them to shoot people to the moon so that once they get there they'll have the infrastructure kind of started. You know? Trying to mine the moon. Well, they're they're going to set up a base. They're going to try. Yeah. And what the base is going to probably be don't have is going to be a stopping point, a gas station, uh, so to speak, for when we shoot to Mars. So that's what they're hoping is that you know they're trying to build a pit stop on yes, the way. One hundred percent because it makes you can sense. Fill up with hydrogen or or water possibly to and from Mars from or from the moon. Yeah, you could definitely get back and and to Mars, you know. All they'd have to do is send supplies like they did to the moon to Mars first, uh, back that up with a, a closer launch from the moon. Pretty crazy. Um, I have a real uh, problem with NASA, though, bro. They need to bring the what? sexy back in NASA. <laughs> I'm talking, I want these nerds laid, man. I want rocket scientists being treated like rocket scientists. Yeah, the, the, <laughs> this lady, like this hot chick, like, like takes off those nerd's glasses, like, yeah, you're about to blast off. <laughs> and I don't mean with rocket ships unless it's the rocket ship between your pants. So I'm just saying. Big red rocket alone, bud. Can we bring bud. the sexy back in NASA? Yeah. Like, I'm talking hot astronauts. I'm talking fucking hot people oh, working at NASA yes. being smart and hot. Smart, and hot people. Let's dude, go. it would get everybody involved it in would. fucking airspace. If you just had a bunch of hot bitches doing space stuff, you have so many men, they're like, yeah, we'll. we'll Check we'll it out. back this up. Yeah. Why not? And dude, it would further space exploration just because men are horny and they'll throw money at them whenever they think He's women. Got a sex up, dude. That's how we, that's how we revitalize the space race. We're sexing up NASA. Bunch of hot up. people blasting off into the universe. NASA, you need to contact us. Maybe throw us some. <laughs> maybe throw us some sort of contract deal. Throw us some sort of moon money. We need yeah, moon, moon currency. Moon currency. <laughs> or if there is, we need that moon cheddar. <laughs> by the way, if there's really cheese, some moon we need some we want to test moon rocks yeah we want to test them we want to find out what they're made of we want two hot scientists and a bowl of cheddar cheese from the moon from the moon from the moon lunar cheddar lunar, <laughs> lunar cheddar. cheddar oh man is that not a great idea <laughs> i think it's a great idea nasa bring the sexy back <laughs> uh the other one is something that chris showed me today it's a article on verse aging. Oh yeah, I was up uh, early this morning making phone calls to family members, telling them Happy Thanksgiving and whatnot. Um, and I came across an article that so recently uh, in the last few years there was an interesting development in China with uh, CRISPR technology, which basically made it possible to alter somebody's DNA. Um, and from that point, they've still experimented with. Uh, stem cells and blood cells and kind of how they can reverse the aging process on them because how they explained aging is it's inflammation in the joints and the organs and the arteries uh, your brain will also become inflamed eventually you know uh, at a point so yeah. if you could reverse the cells pretty much direction on which aging process they were going in um, you could youth you could youth 
how would you say that? You can make somebody more youthful with this possible treatment, um, maybe even 10 or 20 years. You yeah, know you I mean? can you can reverse the uh, I'm trying to think of all the terms. the aging process. But they much. they talk about good example they did is talk about like compact discs how eventually they get scratches on enough them. scratches enough scratches that, that you can't, can't play more properly. So the the CRISPR technology would be a way that you could take the scratches off the. CD I didn't like that analogy. I didn't like that analogy, and you want to know why? Why? Because they were trying to break it down for the dummies, and I'm like, fuck you guys. I can understand this. Hey, I appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> I read more than you. Fuck you. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what a reader would want you to see. <laughs> no, but um, so they can basically directionalize which way that cells are growing in mice already. They've yes. taken this technology and applied it to mice and done studies and trials. And they use the word breakthrough, which hopefully they, they don't use just willy-nilly. Um, saying sure that that's an issue, though, using that Some word. people. Yeah. yeah, some scientists. Um, because a breakthrough can be a lot of things. Um, but if it's possible, it might go on to human trials sooner than you think. Maybe not in the next five years, but maybe within the next 10 or 20. They were talking about a scientist in Harvard that's been working on this for the last for, 20 years. Well, the original uh, information came from a Nobel Prize winner from Japan. And then this and guy then, took that the last and, 20 and years. And the CRISPR technology. In the last 20 years, he's been working on yeah. further in that. And it's just, it's cell manipulation to a degree that, let's say you have, and this is what interests me, let's say you have cancer developing cells. And they're starting to compound and create tumors in the body. Well, what's to say you couldn't redirectionalize those cancer cells into white cells or healing cells, you know, yeah. or, or just normal red blood cells again? Um, because it is possible, but uh, people worry about the ethics. But we've already gone there. We've already done it ethically, and we've already seen it work. So that's the problem is it comes down to people allowing it to be used as a science. Most of the people that make up the laws aren't scientists. Yeah. They're not listening to the science. No. They're listening to the ethics and the moral obligation and the people's rights. And no, they're listening to money. They're listening to money, 100%. So as you talked about, if they do make this happen, it's going to be the rich, of course, that get it first and foremost. Yep. Yeah, so the rich people will definitely get probably first access to this. And then I think it'll be available in a more, um, what is it, like a placebo effect for, for the rest of the people. Yeah. I'll tell them, like, hey, you're maybe not going to have cholesterol issues. Maybe one out of a hundred, you know, get real treatment, you know. Yeah. And that's the lottery that probably will be in the future is maybe treatment on disease or even food. Because the problem, I think, in the future we're going to have more than technology is the planet's going to eventually just fucking rot. And also we're going to have a lot of people, too. <laughs> we're going to have too many people. The planet's going to get too hot and it's going to begin to burn. Yep. And then we're probably going to be going underground. That's the only place I see most of the and poor we already people have, going. we already have our water getting poisoned. And There's already things. people that live underground in a lot of cultures, man. It's just a way of living and it's not well for people, but... It's sustainable. Come and old people. The only other thing is the rich people like Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos, Space they're going to blast boys. off. Space they're going to leave everybody yep. else behind. They're going to grab their hot women and from NASA, and they're going to be out. Yeah, so people, get good at digging. <laughs> get good at digging. Yep. So, another one we can talk about. Pew, pew, pew. Pew, pew, pew. 
pew, 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 pew. That's not how you make a gun sound. It goes bang, bang, bang. <laughs> Kenny's over there. Pew, pew, pew. Do you want to do a movie review? I was going to do Blade Runner, but I can't stay awake through it. I keep falling asleep on it. Basically, where I've gotten up to in the movie is he is chasing down a child of a surrogate, basically, of a clone, you know? Um, and he's trying to find who this woman is, but I think he knows who it is, and he likes the girl. It's it's really hard to follow because they're trying to tie in the old movie way too much to the new movie. So it's it's getting more confusing than it is telling the story. Um, and I think that's why I keep falling asleep on it. it. It just, I don't know. The new Blade Runner wasn't as good as the old one. I like the old one with Harrison Ford. <laughs> that was the best one. <laughs> um, and I've been watching a ton of Law & Order recently. So, uh, episode I watched really recently was a lifeguard episode, and it was about a guy that was passing or failing uh, students in his lifeguard class based on if they would fuck him or not. <laughs> yeah. And then this guy, he gets, like, taken to jail by the cops. Oh, this person is needs CPR, lady. You're going to have to blow on this. You're really going to have to blow. So they, they go to find out, basically, that he, he was making people lifeguards that had no business being lifeguards because they couldn't swim pretty much. Hey. And he was just fucking them. I, you're, pretend you're someone that's drowning. I'm going to have mm -hmm. to pump you right now. Mm -hmm. You're going to get some good pumps, all right? So he let a student die that he had a problem with. Hell yeah. And he was on... This is the best part of the whole uh, episode. He was on the stand and they were asking him about being a lifeguard and he was like you guys don't know the water is like a jungle out there <laughs> and he's like and I'm the guy that's got the machete break in the way like he went into this whole thing what was this Vietnam he, yeah he's like I'm saving lives out there what do you people do and it was just the funniest thing and then um, I imagine to, Run Through the Jungle just starts playing in the background it comes to a, a head where they find out basically that he allowed this one student to drown to death because he w he was going to expose him ah. uh, pretty much and uh, he had been molested by him mm. um, so that was the whole thing of it when they found out they, they got him in court and, he's, and they got him with all the information and he's like you people don't know what's gonna happen out there. And he's like, just when hire I'm someone gone, just hire someone else. Yeah, too. but he he thought he was the David Hasselhoff of molesting people. There you go. You know, and I love Law and Order, man, because it's not afraid to go there and and be really ridiculous. Because an overzealous lifeguard molesting people, like I could see that. I could yeah. really see that happening. Hey, right now you're in a real sink or swim situation, if you know what I mean. He, they found this one victim, which was pretty funny, because she goes on to just tell him, yeah, he, he raped me, and da 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 And she goes, I had no business being a lifeguard. And they go, you know, why did you think that? She's like, I can barely swim. And it's just like, oh, damn, this chick couldn't even swim, and he was just banging her in the back of the lifeguard room. Hey, you're going to learn about the motion in the ocean right now. Well, it's crazy that, like, that happens, man. People in power positions... Use their power to fuck with other people and jobs, yes. you know? And it's fucked up. <laughs> it's really fucked up. All right, so here's, I guess, my movie review I have. It's about the History Channel documentary about Thanksgiving. Yeah. And it was it was really good. It was about an hour, and it was back when History Channel actually talked about history. 
and uh, they they talked about the back when the History Channel put the history. Yeah. The his in story. The History Channel. History Channel. You let me down. Hey, you let a lot of us. It's her people. story. Oh, remember? Yes, his story. <laughs> yeah. His story. What about us? Oh, I've met the. I've met some. Of the, That's a funny argument. I also do this angry lesbian once. She yelled at me. She's like, because I said. What about her story? Well, I one time said something about it's good for mankind, and she's like, what about womankind? Why is it just mankind, huh? And she just got in my face. This big angry lesbian just got in my face. More and I was angry like, people than fucking pissed off lesbians. Like, they feel for some reason oh. that they are the voice of everybody. Anyways, <laughs> going on. So, they, it started with, you know, there, there's the whitewash story. We all learned about how the, how all the, the, the Puritans came over. How all the sugars over. are different. <laughs> so, all the, the Puritans, all the peers, the Puritans came over to escape all the hardships and overcrowding of Europe in the 1600s, in 1620, and then 1621 is the... The, is that was approaching winter time, they were like, okay, well we had our harvest and we should do something. And this the traditional story is that the natives, you know, they came over and were invited and they had just a good friendly get together and they did this was, every year. I thought what it was that was, was, the, was like, that was the official story. I thought what it was originally was that when they showed up, it was um, becoming winter, and the natives helped them with food and supplies for the beginning of their their stay basically and then the next year they had them back and then i think the following year they shot them <laughs> what they think actually happened is there was a few that might have had dealings with them but when they were over in plymouth plymouth massachusetts we didn't land on plymouth rock plymouth rock landed on us malcolm x <laughs> that's good it's a good quote uh but they they think that the puritans actually weren't super friendly for the most part and there's no actual account of like them going over diary or anything yeah there's no diary of like the puritans going over to the village nearby with the tribe like hey do you want to come out thanksgiving like no what happened was i guess they probably rolled into town and was like hey this is all our shit (laughs) but yeah the uh the men they were People were being boisterous. The men, it sounds like, had probably been drinking, and they decided to start shooting their their black powder muskets to like, kind of you know, stroke their dick around. Like, yeah, what's up? We got these, and all apparently all the this hunting party was like, what's going on here? There's this native tribe, a name I cannot pronounce. My apologies, but they they were a local tribe there, and they sent a bunch of warriors to go check it out. All these explosions going on. And then they just kind of awkward, like, hey, what's going on? Like, oh, this is our land, and, you know, we're here now. Yeah. And they're like, oh, I see you're having a feast. And then they're like, yeah. And then they ended up, like, hanging the, out the natives end up, they, they probably ended up hanging out, but then it didn't happen again. Yeah. Like, it wasn't planned. It was an accidental thing. Yeah, it and was it a wasn't, meeting, and they weren't crazy enough to start something immediately so they had a they had a meeting and i guess there was one guy who was a translator because he had dealt with other europeans yeah native so he he was the one person that was a translator but yeah it was just kind of an awkward thing it wasn't this planned kumbaya and then yeah later on these natives got killed by diseases and were shot So so this is how i think it went down this is my this is my story this is my christmas or thanksgiving story don't so. don't Christmas is coming up. Let it let it be. All right. All right. 
They, they're hand in hand at this point, pretty much. Unfortunately. Yeah, pretty much Christmas is Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is Christmas. They're, they blur the lines a Yeah, lot. it's too much Christmas in Thanksgiving. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, this is my whole take on the thing. This is how it gets weird. So, right? There's a Romeo and Juliet story. <laughs> okay. Oh. There's a boy named John I'm, Smith I'm who landed <laughs> who landed on the rock and he met a girl by the name of Pocahontas. And he wanted to see the colors in the wind. Is that what you're telling me, Chris? It's a great song, man. It's a great song. See the Elton colors John. of the wind. Like, man, what you smoking to see I the colors of the that wind? Shit. That should be a that should be I a strain. I love It's such a good story. It should have the colors of the wind strain. Like, yes. man, you smoke this to see the colors of the Northern wind. Northern lights and fucking color strain. Just no. the Pocahontas strain. Um, but now probably uh, what I really honestly think happened was they landed in a rough time. You know what I mean? They they landed right before it got cold. And I guess that soil was really rocky there. So yes. it's hard to grow things. Exactly. So they were having a rough time. Um, and, and while they were having a rough time, they, the natives kind of came and yeah. met them up. And I think they realized that you know, they hadn't quite settled in. And they gave them enough to get through to the winter the next spring. They were fresh the off the spring. boat, literally. Yeah, Europe. exactly. Yeah. And they didn't forget it. Um, but they hadn't seen the natives since that point, pretty much. I yeah. mean, maybe they had small communication. But then the next year, maybe they had them uh, around again, around the same time. They were probably hunting in that region, or they were, you know, yeah. living it nearby. It's fall time. And they were back again to see maybe the people, and they were doing much better because the natives helped them out. And so maybe there was a kumbaya yeah. moment for a little bit. But I think, honestly, it was like that one year was good, one year was gooder. And then one year we shot them, <laughs> like, yeah. like they they realized at a point they were like, if we're gonna ever expand our settlement, we're gonna have to get rid of the neighbors. <laughs> uh, that's you know where a lot of the Native Americans went as the white man came along and was Fucked like, up. he was like, this is ours now, and it's like, well, we've had this land first. Well, we well, discovered it. Well, and we, you're all apparently Indians We have Indians a thing now. called manifest destiny on our side. By the way, <laughs> you're all Indians. Yeah. What? And What's we don't, India? We don't They've never even heard of India. We don't appreciate all yeah. your cannibalism and all your 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 unchristian reading, your unchristian you ways. Well, here, take our white Christian God. That was the Jesus. biggest gripe with the native people was that there were some practices of not there weren't practices of there were practices of cannibalism. There was cannibalism. There was also practices of maiming, where you know they they skinned people's scalps, man, and shit. Yeah. So there were really harsh practices, but it wasn't on the European settlers to to settle these people. No, you know they should have learned to kind of live amongst them better. Um, I think we'd have a much more interesting population now if that was the demographic. But if they had gone along better, because the, yeah. na- the natives definitely did it's, help them out, show them because they weren't familiar with the land, show no. them the plants. And that's what I mean. I think originally when the settlers came to this country from all directions, you know, because it wasn't just from one spot. They came from the south. They came from the west, north, um, east. All yeah, them. yeah. I think that there was a, a constant communication because when you see another person of another color that doesn't speak your language. There's a moment where you have to really like an oh fuck natural, moment. you know, natural movements have to be the way of communication, like body language, you know. So I think that most people get together on things like food, maybe uh, beliefs, you know, or something like that, you know. Maybe like some sort children. of children, like music is another one. Music, maybe yeah, definitely. Can. 
But eventually the settlers just got greedy as fuck. Yep. And they just kept showing up, so sheer numbers crushed yeah. Yeah. crushed everything else. Because once you got a bunch of people together, a bad idea becomes the the normal. Yeah, like you George Carlin I mean? said, never underestimate the power of stupid people in large groups. large groups, groups yeah. man. It's so That true. was the, the biggest thing is Europe just kept, so many people kept kept coming over in the millions yeah. that, yeah, the native people just got overwhelmed with sheer numbers, disease, gunpowder, and everything else. Definitely a different life is, is coming, and it, it changes ever constantly, man. You know, people think we can hold on to our status and hold on to our things. But it's all it's all dust in the wind. You know, you, you got to hold on to the people that you care about the most, folks. If you don't hold on to that, your your uh, your values and what you care about are kind of askew. Can I throw some other Thanksgiving things? Do it. All right. So moving on from there, it was uh, kind of a forgotten thing to the annals of history. But then apparently in the eighteen forties, eighteen fifties. There was a uh, a lady who was an editor of a prominent women's homemaker magazine that she wanted like to pies and stuff. Yeah, pies and and general like home show you, know, you how to make cooking. the best cornbread in the town. Yeah, and like how to make the best like decorations for the living room at that time, in the eighteen hundreds. Like definitely make a, like make prominent a homemade wreath. Yeah, know? definitely like for like homemakers and definitely probably the more prominent families. And this was a lady from the East Coast, and she she had found this, she had found this, you know, heard about it, and at this time, I guess, like, Ben Franklin was, uh, and, and George Washington. You mean old Ben Frank? Well, he... Franken-beans? Well, he had... He had <laughs> That's ma- funny, nicknames for, for, Frank for Ben Franklin. Old you mean Frank old, old electric dick? Yeah. <laughs> Stop! <laughs> electric nutsack over there, Ben Frank? Well, he had made, he had already made jokes about how the eagle was overrated and was... The turkey should have been around. Yes. Over. <laughs> and he had made this joke writing to a family member about it. Why he, the turkey, though? Because the turkey was more of an American thing, whereas eagles were already used in a lot of empires in Europe already. like China... Well, Europe, so like Russia. Oh, okay. So like Russia, for example, did it. Austria, Hungary did it. Like there were a lot of. There were already a lot of eagles. Yes, there are already a lot of countries that did eagles. So us, so us the, American is not. It's we stole but, that from Russia okay, and Austria. Okay, but the turkey itself as a bird. It's because it was big and showy, and it was it was some that was something that was native to North America. Sure, but like because there weren't turkeys in. Okay, Europe. okay, a turkey in a fighting pit. Versus a lot of other birds. This is Ben Franklin joking around. And guess what? He also joked about daylight savings time. That definitely kind of sunk in the Ameri- okay. American psyche. So daylight savings time should have been canceled yeah. immediately. They remember the, the South Park? <laughs> Benjamin, yeah. Franklin. Benjamin, Benjamin Franklin. Franklin. Benjamin Franklin. Benjamin Franklin. Huh, Benjamin Franklin. I like how we That's keep Franklin. making fun of Benjamin Franklin. <laughs> we like, That's a running Get gag. Get those spectacles <laughs> out of here, electric dick. <laughs> um, no, but... Daylight savings time should have never ever happened. Yes. Honestly, they should just figure it out without the daylight savings time. It's stupid as fuck. It, it is. throws everybody off usually. It throws me off. It does. It, I hate when the when the times of the it, day changes. And it causes a lot of accidents and a lot of issues. But, you know, the whole turkey and that that kind of like stuck around and this lady in the eighteen hundreds she tried to push for this Thanksgiving turkey or to make, would never kill an ostrich. And she was trying to <laughs> I agreed, agreed. And she I was, want an ostrich to and be she our was pushing bird. she was pushing for the turkey and apparently the Civil War was brewing, so she was trying to make it something that the North <laughs> and the South can both do. 
but she was a little more from the north, and apparently the south was like, no, fuck no, that's a Yankee holiday. Fuck them Yanks, pretty much, and they, they wanted nothing to do with it. I got one. A harpy eagle. Harpy eagles are dope. Yeah. Have you down. Harpy eagle. But, uh, yeah. Or a, or a shoe, a shoe bell. Oh, I'm talking death birds, bro. I'm talking death birds. How metal is your bird? This metal? It's like a cockatoo. (laughs) But anyway, she was trying to push for it. It didn't really work out. But then Abraham Lincoln apparently was trying to also push for it. And traditionally, Thanksgiving was more of a religious thing. And they decided a lot of times for Thursdays to make it. You mean Abe took his shot? Oh, <laughs> E2, Brutus, E2. Yo, Death to the tyrants. Can you imagine if right before James Will Booth shot him, he said something hilarious? He was apparently the top actor in the country at the yeah, time. I know. He was like the Brad Pitt of the <laughs> yeah. day. He just shows up and he's like, hey, motherfucker, turn around. And he's like, what? And he's like, it's speak from the future. <laughs> but yeah. So so apparently they, there, was, there was a whole, you know, Traditionally, the 19th was like a time to do it. And then they they decided to pick Thursdays because that was a time. <laughs> Thursday's well, a nice day. Yeah, it's a nice day. Well, apparently, a lot of people that time went to church. And pastors would usually give a midweek sermon on Thursdays. So they're like, okay, well, that's Very the time. True. Very true. And so usually they would like, all right, we go to church. We have a community thing. We'll celebrate it while we're at the church because most community would go there. So that's why they would usually pick it on that time. And eventually, after all that... By the um, by the thirties, I guess Franklin Delano Roosevelt, FDR, FDR. At first, there was confusion about. You mean roller? Yeah, roller. <laughs> hey, nothing, dude. Can, we just go weird uh, nicknames for all the presidents. <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, John Adams. You mean Indian rapist? <laughs> Or about the, the by, uh, or Andrew, Andrew Jackson. Jackson, yeah, yeah, Indian rapist, yeah, yeah. That, that's it. <laughs> what about Pierce? Oh, you mean the fag president? <laughs> like there was rumors that he was the gay president. Like that'd be funny. George Washington, you mean OG? You mean old wooden teeth? <laughs> yeah, OG wooden teeth. <laughs> OG wooden teeth. <laughs> I like that. Oh man, yeah, but, dude. But, funny nicknames for the president. I'm down. But FDR apparently old, old, fat, tan, and not handsome. It is Donald Trump. Yeah. <laughs> or start making jokes about some more obscure presidents like Fillmore's. I got one. The black guy. <laughs> oh, you mean Ronald Reagan? Okay. Oh, oh, Reagan. <laughs> yeah. No, you know. Or Nixon? Be like, oh, Reagan would be the guy with the monkey. He'd be the guy with the monkey. <laughs> I would love to make one up for Nixon or something. The old Nixon's deep throat, old deep throat, old deep throat. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, so so F- awesome. so FDR was doing a whole thing about all right, it'll be the twenty fourth, but people were celebrating the nineteenth. So the first year, I guess, in the the thirties, there was a whole confusion, and so people were celebrating like the nineteenth and again on the twenty fourth, or half of them did then and that because it wasn't unified yet. I like it. So Congress, I like two Thanksgiving. So, so Congress in the 30s are like, all right, and then 1941, they they made it official where it's the fourth Thursday of every year. Okay. Before then, it wasn't official and then became a federal holiday. And then at that point, you had already had parades going on, back to where we were saying earlier, and they would feel him, with helium. And even they decided in the, uh, the 20s and 30s that if they did a parade... Or during Thanksgiving, it would help kick off the whole thing for Christmas. And help, because they also were saying that it was a bunch of 
migrant workers that were thankful for having it. Yeah. Like, oh, it'll just be a good, honest thing. But then Macy's one out, the, the, the dollar sign started turning their head. And they have to make a big celebration pushing for yeah, Christmas. for Christmas and stuff. And they a lot of, get more consumers the in cor- the stores. A lot of the corporations started thinking like, Pushing hey, to the limit. this could help push everything over. You know what's funny is they still have the Macy's Day Parade, right? The, like, parade. Yeah. But I don't think anybody gives a fuck about it. Like, I never hear anybody like, oh, I'm going to watch the, the Macy's older generations. The older generations that's it. it. Yeah. That's it. And they're all dying. They're all they're almost dead. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why I'm like, I think that that commercialism especially is lost among the young generation and our generation because we didn't give a fuck about parades really. No. I mean, it was interesting if you saw one in your town, but it wasn't like, I'm going to be fucking tuning in to watch a parade. Like my grandma liked it, but she's also 90. Exactly. She remembers the depression in World War II. Because so. the Macy's Day Parade was like the Super Bowl for a while. Yeah. You know, it was such and, a big event. And they were having football during Thanksgiving, like during that time, even in the early 1900s. That used to be when they would have their championship was during Thanksgiving. Okay. And then it switched over. So you would hear about, like, for example, the Detroit Lions would be playing somebody, like, back in 1903 on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Back with old leather skins. Yeah, you imagine getting hit with a leather helmet on, bro? Yeah, You're dude. fucked up. Especially- Those guys played hard-nosed football. And it yeah. was funny because they were a bunch of, like, coal miners. Yeah, and fucking, so you had fit dudes. Yeah, loggers and shit. and stuff. Yeah, loggers and, and fishermen. Got off of a, a five week shift and on Friday they're playing fucking yeah. the the Bengals. <laughs> it's like what? So it's like oh we gotta rough them up like the docks of Philly real quick. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. No. I'm sorry. The docks of Boston. Yeah. Okay. No, I think it's a a really cool thing that the sports evolved the way it has. But yeah, and Thanksgiving was a big. My part whole of that. gripe with football is I played it for almost ten years, man, and I still have fucking brain damage from it. I'm sure. Um, I was always a smaller guy, but I hit really hard and I put my body into a lot of shit, and that got me pretty far in football up until the point because eventually size just does matter. Yeah. <laughs> um, but. Yeah, no, it was it was nuts, man. I'd get my bell rung a couple times a year to a point where I was like, okay, that was a concussion. You know, and this yeah. was like me in 16, you know. Yeah. Um, I started playing when I was 10, and I played up until I was 18, 17, something like that. So, you know, for quite a few years, I took some hits, man, and it didn't, didn't help my studies at all. That's for sure. <laughs> um, so just be careful with uh, children playing football. Yes. I think up... Up to a collegiate point, you've pretty much raised them to be, you know, who they are. You can't really control what they're going to do in college, but especially in high school. You know, high school football shouldn't be so to the nose. It's really hard, man, because a lot of those kids are fighting to get out of fucking bad areas and shit and go to college. Yeah. So real quick on the uh, topic of the turkey itself. So there's a whole myth about if you eat too much turkey, it'll make you drowsy. Because of uh, tryptophan, tryptophan, tryptophan. tryptophan. I've heard it. Tryptophan. No, it's, it's tryptophan, which is amino acid. But apparently, it, it occurs in turkey lower than chicken or in cheese. That was just kind of a myth. They did that in uh, MythBusters. Yeah. So what it is is, and it's a combination of eating all these foods. Usually, you're having alcohol and other things. Plus, you if know, you drink. Yeah. Plus, there's a lot of stress, too, from family, so they think it's a combination, <laughs> which will make you sleepy. Yeah, I watched it on Mythbusters. They just fed a bunch of turkey to somebody, and they did normal stuff, and then they fed a bunch of turkey in, like, a 
Thanksgiving type yeah, setting. That's the Thanksgiving myth. Yeah, and and it's just I think it's the amount of food you eat too yeah. much food. It has a natural effect to want to put you. They down. were saying that people can eat anywhere average three to four thousand calories in Thanksgiving, but that's if like you have a home and you have food. If you're just like out on the street and you have no money, probably a lot less. I've told uh, this story on the show before, but I always love it. It's a funny story. I, w- I had a wrestling match a couple days after, or a wrestling meet a couple uh. days after Thanksgiving. And I had just made weight pretty much for the first time in uh, my wrestling career. I was always trying to be 215, but I was never quite 215. So I would get down to like 220 or whatever. Um, but for one day, or for a couple of days, I was 210. And that was like the perfect weight for me. I was like slim and I was in shape. It was good. But my coach told me not to eat Thanksgiving dinner. I told me to wait after and then eat. And I was like, "Uh -uh." (laughs) uh-uh. I wanted the food because I was starving. I was working my ass off wrestling. And so I went home and I ate. And then I went to go weigh in. And I was what? It was like one or 219. I was like, motherfucker. I gained like nine pounds how did that happen you know? i remember i would wrestle at lightweight at the time i'd do like 151s run the 150 weight class and i was an issue i always had an issue too of making weight because i was tall and skinny so listen to your wrestling coaches yeah <laughs> he told me they also would talk about like hey you better not eat much and of course we would all miss weight i remember <laughs> our practices after thanksgiving were the most brutal of any any yep. of them yeah because you he's had to like, sweat it out he's like oh you fat fucks think yeah. you're funny guess what practice we're is running, an extra hour we're running forever uh, yeah no i remember like practices being extra an hour or two to the point where parents were calling like what's going on and the coach is like oh they're uh doing extra work for thanksgiving so so my coach uh, my coach he he wasn't I think he was a little disappointed, but he wasn't upset. So he had been talking to me about it for the longest time, and I'd been talking to him about it, about how I wanted to be down to 215 because I knew I'd do better in wrestling because wrestling from 215 to 285 is ridiculous. Yeah, all these big boys. And I was just always a little overweight. And so he was like, don't go eating dinner, come back, and you can eat after. But when I didn't make weight, he looked at me and he goes, it's okay, it's fine. You're just gonna wrestle heavyweight today, yeah. and I was like, "God damn it, man!" He, he wasn't oh, wrong. Yeah. And the the rest of the day, I did pretty good, but I just got manhandled by big dudes all day. And I think he knew that was gonna be punishment enough. Yeah. He was just like, "You're gonna wrestle heavyweight. You're not gonna give up." Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "God damn this dude!" But he was so right. Shout out Coach Allen Held, man. He was an Olympic wrestler. He won a gold medal in '86. Uh, nice. Yeah. That's impressive. So yeah, another fun fact. For the original Thanksgiving dinner, there was no mention of turkeys or cranberries. So it was chicken. No, they, they think that actually it was fish. Fish and deer. Probably just like some trout. I'm down. And I then, have fish uh, and deer for Thanksgiving. And then the, the natives probably brought some deer. So yeah, they think it was like trout and deer. I but like yeah. it. The other quick one is, uh, you think chicken or turkey? Chicken. We had chicken today. Yeah, we had chicken for Thanksgiving. So my whole idea for Thanksgiving this year, because I've done the big turkey and I've done the big meals and I've done the cooking for years and years and years, it's a lot simpler. Honestly, people, it's, it's really simple to go and buy either a turkey breast, which is usually available around this time, or to just go buy a couple of rotisserie chickens and make you know homemade stuffing, cook the chickens, or heat the chickens so up. So what do you say, that turkey's overrated? 
I think the turkey's good. I do like things like turkey legs because of the the novelty of it. You know, it's just a giant fucking leg. But I think other than that, turkey as a meat isn't that great. The dark meat is the best, but usually dark meat doesn't have the flavor you always want. So turkey isn't that great. Turkey's just a little bit overrated, I think. Benjamin Franklin's wrong. I'm looking for a name. Okay. I already got the name. OG uh, Wooden Chops. <laughs> OG Wooden Teeth. Well, he yeah, he did. He definitely helped kind of like promote Thanksgiving a little bit, so that would work. OG Wooden Teeth. Yeah, he did help promote Thanksgiving, so there All you right, go. All right, folks, we're going to get out of here. You got anything One, else, Trevor? I do have a real quick album review, and it was it was a bunch of... Uh, tr- Bunch of jazz music from the 30s. Bunch of jazz cigarettes. Yeah, and it was called Vintage Thanksgiving Music, and it was a compilation album from YouTube, but it had artists like Bing Crosby, Duke Ellington, Dorsey, so a lot of like big band and jazz artists. And the song I want to mention here is a song by Bing Crosby, and it was called I've Got Plenty to Be Thankful For, and it's from 1942. Yeah, I listened to that 1942. He, he was just like, yeah. I've got pretty much a lot of things to be yeah. thankful for. So there's a lot of songs from like the 30s and 40s. We were talking earlier about how they just had Bing Crosby sing anything, and people just threw money at him. He was yeah. like, Listerine, mouthwash, get anything. your fucking cavities checked, or <laughs> something like that. Make sure you flush the toilet. But yeah. What? All right, Trevor. I think you're burnt, man. We had a good episode, man, it was right? Good. All right, folks. We'll catch you next time. Trevor, you want to play us out real quick? Damn, well, Give more us episodes something. Outloop- uploaded. Outlooped. Outlooped. Fruit looped. We're going to fruit loop all the episodes. Lucky right. Charms, too, baby. <laughs> Check out Two Lonely Boys in a Canoe on YouTube and uh, like and subscribe. Gobble, gobble, bitches. See ya. Happy Thanksgiving.